Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown to Rushville. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future in Rush County. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show. My name is Nigel. Jason Hammer is here hooking up live with Tony Kinnett, investigative journalist for the Daily Signal and host of the Tony Kinnett Show Saturdays here on 93 WIBC. Tony, how are you? I'm stellar, guys. How are you? So I'm just reading your uh, piece on the Daily Signal about how the Loudoun County School Board voted to hide this report about the gender-fluid student sexually assaulting a student from parents. They wanted to hide this report from parents. Let's start from the beginning here, because I feel like Loudoun County was hammered. Like, like that, was the, that was ground zero for parents around the country waking up and getting involved in their kids' education. And, and all, while at the same time, everybody there in Virginia realizing that this school board was allegedly trying to shut parents out of the classroom and trying to cover up what happened to this poor student. So take me back to the beginning here. It's really a horrible situation. So there is a male student uh, who claimed to be gender fluid. And so Loudoun County gave him permission uh, to use the girl's bathroom. Uh, and while he was in there, he, uh, according to the Virginia courts, uh, raped a girl. Uh, and then while after the sexual assault, parent reported it to the school, school basically brushed off the dad and said, hey, quit being a bigot. And then uh, later when the school wow. finally decided to act, the, the student who had already raped one student assaulted, abducted and sexually battered another student. Horrible situation at a different um, school, Virginia, right? Uh, yeah, different high school. So um, now there was this full investigation. The uh, Virginia Attorney General's office uh, basically issued a probe. This grand jury brought in over 40 witnesses, 100 pieces of evidence that showed Loudoun County screwed the pooch on the situation. They completely ruined it. And parents are demanding uh, that the school release the findings of this investigation because they want to know how did staff respond when they heard about sexual assault? Did they stand up for the victims or did they play the woke, oh, leave the transgender kid alone kind of situation? And it was it's been a mess. It's just been a huge mess. So, Tony, this may be a simple question. Maybe it's convoluted. I don't know. Why? Why did these people at this Virginia Loudoun County school try to cover it up? Well, the official statement by the school is that uh, releasing the report would violate attorney-client privilege, and it would also violate the Family Education Rights and Privacy Act. Basically, they're saying that uh, they can't release the report because then uh, identifying characteristic of students uh, would be released to the public, which, by the way, that's not true. That's not how that works. They you can, can omit can names of students. It. Yeah, It's, it's very redaction. simple. It takes a Sharpie in 15 minutes. Uh, so that's a, a garbage name. Really, what I suspect and a lot of others suspect the reason they didn't release the report is you're going to find a lot of staff members at that school who brushed off sexual assault. In this case, like legitimate instances of rape. And uh, that's going to be very ugly very quickly for a lot of teachers, counselors and administrators who did nothing. Now, Tony, like Nigel pointed out, this was kind of ground zero for a better choice of words where parents all over the country said, wait a minute, if this is happening in Loudoun County, maybe it's happening at our school. And they started to go to these school board meetings at the time 
that this assault took place? Was this when CRT, critical race theory, was like a big thing and it was making its way through schools and these administrators were going out of their way to talk about how progressive they are and transgender bathrooms. Everybody's got to have a wide open bathroom. They were so concerned about looking bad being woke, they tried to cover up an assault. Oh, yeah. And this is at the time in our country in which a lot of schools were using uh, critical race theory, gender theory, and starting to segregate their students into these special categories based on how, quote unquote, oppressed they were. And uh, when parents came knocking and said, hey, are you guys doing this in schools? The school responded, no, we're not doing any of this stuff. You know, go back to your hole. And uh, unfortunately, students, very innocent uh, children have paid the price for this horrible policy so tell me so let's go back we're speaking with tony kennett from the daily signal uh the school board that voted to keep the report private when you know they could have redacted the names and it's really about you know finding out what was going on behind the scenes and how staff and administration reacted who was it a partisan vote were there was it all Republicans, Democrats? Did, did, did all Democrats vote this? Keep this? You know what I mean? Like, uh, like yeah, I do. Some of the school board members who are registered as Republicans actually voted to keep the report silent after just in December, uh, stating openly that they would uh, desire to get the the bill or excuse me the the findings of the investigation published before everyone. And so, actually, there are, are several groups in Virginia that are calling for this particular. Uh, member of the uh, school board to be censored from the Republican Party. Uh, they decided as an open betrayal. So, but I'm saying, but did, did anybody vote to release the? Oh yeah, three of the school board members uh, voted to release it. Actually, one uh, made the motion saying parents need to know what staff members said, which means <laughs> probably isn't very good. Uh, six members voted against it, and then uh, of course the superintendent uh, was fired. Correct. Yes, the superintendent was fired after the initial investigation in December. Uh, really, no, uh, you know, no excuse for telling the father of a rape victim, you know, to go piss off. Tony Kennett is our guest. He's an investigative journalist for the Daily Signal, uh, specializing in education. Was a longtime STEM educator here in Indianapolis. He's also the host of the Tony Kennett Show. So, Tony, on the subject of CRT, let's bring it a little closer to uh, our backyard here. Today, at the Indiana General Assembly, we found out that the Republicans were going to remove the bill that would basically outlaw critical race theory in the state of Indiana in schools. We talked about this a little bit earlier when I jumped on with Rob Kendall. Why do the Republicans in the state always get so scared to death of the teachers wearing the red shirts? Because if this were the other way around, there is no way in hell these teachers would throw a lifeline out to them. Uh, yeah, and it's really a sad situation in Indiana when you have a lot of representatives and senators who claim to be in touch with their district, but in reality, just kind of wait for people to call them. They don't actually do any investigation of their own. They have like a staff member who Googles things. And so when the Indiana State Teachers Association you know, comes up to them and says, you need to stop hurting teachers, uh, they don't really have anything to combat that. They actually don't cite instances that we found in most districts in the state. 
uh, in which schools are teaching with critical race theory in the classroom. Uh, and they'll re- listen to, for example, Dr. Russell Skibka, uh, professor emeritus from Indiana University. He'll make up this grand tale about how it'll eliminate teaching history in our classrooms and it'll basically oppress all of our black students, which is not true at all in any way, shape or form. Uh, but he'll get up in front of the testimony and, and say that. And the Republican members will believe them because they don't do any of their own research. It's really embarrassing, quite frankly. We've got to the point now to where if you're talking about critical race theory, now, again, for those who don't know, that's basically teaching that the white kids should feel guilty just because they're white because of what's happened in the past 200 plus years of this country. It's gone from that to, well, you don't want to learn about history like this. What's going on in Florida? is a great example of this. Ron DeSantis pulls this ridiculous African-American studies class away from the classroom, not because it was African-American studies, but it had a bunch of garbage in there, queer theory and everything else. Had nothing to do with African-American studies, but somehow it's turned into that. Yeah, this is a very popular Democrat tactic. This isn't new. They'll 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 basically label something as like the sunshine and puppies bill. And you'll say, hey, there are two or three things in this bill that are really bad. It says uh, they're going to like shoot grandparents in the street. I don't support <laughs> that. And so then the news article the next day is Republicans hate sunshine and puppies right. because you don't support every aspect of it. No, critical race theory has nothing to do with teaching history. Critical race theory is simply a lens with which you look through in which every societal interaction as viewed as a measure of white supremacy. And that's not me saying that. That is every author that has written on critical race theory since the 70s. It's a Pablo Ferrarian philosophy that came out of Brazil. So, no, there's no honesty here. It's just gaslighting. Uh, You know, you'll say something and then they'll pretend that they never heard it and they'll accuse you of saying something entirely different. Unfortunately, a lot of Republicans in the Indiana State House don't have the guts to stand by convictions. Uh, They cower at the first sign of opposition. Hey, Tony, one more thing before we let you go. And just a great article on DailySignal.com on this update in Loudoun County. But why just maybe briefly explain why people here in Indiana should be paying attention to what's going on in in Loudoun County right now. Oh, well, there are actually parents leaving Loudoun County coming to Indiana to escape that nonsense. I spoke to a parent who left Loudoun County because of all of this chaos, and he moved to the South Madison Community School Corporation and found out that the school district is willing to lie to him and and his family about how they do gender policy. And it seems that Pendleton is doing the exact same policies Loudoun tried regarding letting students use the opposite sex bathroom. So... I certainly hope that Hoosiers take this seriously before we find sexual assaults just as prevalent in Pendleton schools as they are in Loudoun County. And I hope that some of our elected officials and school board members start to grow a backbone and a spine as well. Uh, Tony Kennett, you're the best. Thank you so much, my friend. Thanks for having me on, guys. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show.